1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. My name is Andy Baskin. His name is Daryl Ryder. It is a pleasure to be with you. You know the storylines that are going on around the team. The biggest one still is Deshaun Watson, but there was a new one that snuck its way into the media headlines uh, over the weekend, and then it just got bigger on Monday, and that is talk of a new stadium or renovating the stadium, all uh, kind of filtered a little bit or sparked by a blog from NEO Ohio, which I I feel like I've seen it before, Daryl. I want to start with this question. We'll get into all the facts and everything else. A lot of people think, hey, this is a really good time for this story to be out here because of everything that's going on with Deshaun Watson. Is there or do you think that this is a timing thing for the Browns because it's a good time for the story to come on? I'll be honest. We only said Deshaun Watson's name like six times today on the show. and Normally, he probably got like 40 40 or 50 different mentions on a normal show.
0: Yeah, uh, this story is a gift from the gods, uh, but no, I'm not going to say that the Browns planted this or they want this uh, out there. Because quite frankly, the truth of the matter is, there's not much right now. Um, This is all exploratory as far as what's going on. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it is a nice distraction. It sure beats talking about a starting quarterback that probably isn't going to be allowed to play this year. Because as you know, Andy, that narrative has changed. It's gone now from, you know, a couple of games to eight, possibly eight to ten games. And now you have a lot of, you know, people nationally all of a sudden talking about him not even being allowed to play for this year. So I certainly can understand the conspiracy theorists out there that want to connect the dots here. But look, it it took the Browns until Monday afternoon at just before six o'clock to release a very lengthy statement uh, from Peter John Baptiste. He's the senior vice president of communications for the Haslam sports group, which uh, not only encompasses the Cleveland Browns, but it uh, includes the, the, the Columbus crew soccer club uh, down interstate 71. Um, so I, I don't feel like this is something that the Browns threw out there just to distract everybody, but it is a welcome distraction, that's for sure. All right, so I just want to
1: make sure that, I mean, I, this story has been terrible. We've been talking about the story from before Deshaun Watson was even a member of this team. I mean, this has been a volcano. It just hasn't percolated. And then, you know, the lava just kind of seems to be coming to the top on this thing right now. I do think there is an element of timing with this thing. I don't think it's a bad thing for the Browns for this story to be out there right now. But I don't think the Browns went out of their way to make this thing happen right now, this story to be out there.
0: Right. And the timing lines up because you were talking about a project that could touch in the, uh, with a B, billions of dollars. Okay. When you talk about just everything all together, not just a stadium renovation, but uh, lakefront development, assuming that that even moves forward. And we're going to get into that and we're going to get into where the team is coming from and what they are looking for. But What we can tell you right now is the Cleveland Browns are not asking for a brand new stadium yet. Right. And the key word is yet. And to your point, Andy, this is a process that they have to go through. The lease is up in seven years. After the 2028 season, that will complete the 30th season at First Energy Stadium. That building right now, quite frankly, is falling apart, and we're going to get into why that is as well, uh, why that's happening. Hang on, I don't think a lot.
1: I, I don't think anybody listening realizes that what you just said. I especially after what 125 million dollars of improvements. Right. You're saying the stadium is falling apart.
0: Yes, it is slowly but surely falling apart. The city of Cleveland this year alone, Andy, just last month, had to approve a ten and a half million dollar expenditure. For the stadium, that they're they're required under the terms of the lease. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, ramps are crumbling. That's three million dollars. They've got HVAC equipment that needs replaced. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff uh, uh, that just it it has to be fixed. It it's not a they're repainting the hallways or they're renovating some suites or you know trying to create other revenue. No, th- these this is stadium infrastructure. And all you have to do is look up toward the upper deck and see all the rust that is on the structural steel right now. Uh, it's it's in a tough location because there's a big body of water there. There is nothing to break the weather coming off the, the lake from the north and the northwest, which is where the most violent weather comes from. There's, no, there's nothing to stop that and shield it at all. So it bears the brunt uh, of a lot of... Uh, of that abuse from mother nature. So, yeah. And, and so right now where the Browns are and what they are doing is trying to determine the long-term viability of that building. In other words, when we get to 2028, even if let's just say for the, just the sake of the discussion, we dump another couple hundred million dollars into this stadium to fix it up and to pro it does that work. You know, it's work. It's going to work with progressive field. It worked for rocket mortgage field house. Okay. And those, uh, you know, progressive field, the renovation is going to begin this fall. will end in 2025. It's uh, over, you know, three years. It's going to take them to basically redo that ballpark rocket mortgage field house. They were able to knock out in like 18 months. Pretty amazing. Um, Yeah. yeah, It was pretty amazing. uh, How quickly that they got that renovation done. So Right now, it's all about determining the condition of the stadium. So two things are happening right now,
1: okay? But let me just, before we get into this, okay, because this was something that came up on the show today, I just want to talk to you about it. Okay. Uh, There's this thought, I know we'll get into the future and all that other stuff, but Daryl, like, people think that they can put a roof over the current stadium. They're not going to put a roof over that current stadium. They're not going to put a retractable dome. Be like People forget that the stadium is built on landfill. It's built on garbage. And if you think that a roof could come in there, that they I'm sure they could build one, and I'm sure they could do it, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to build it on a landfill. I can't imagine the landfill was was constructed in a way to carry the weight of a roof over a stadium that size, and just imagine when you get snow on it. You know what I have visions of if somebody would thought about putting a roof on the current stadium? The stadium sinking into the lake. That's what I see. <laughs> And I also see garbage coming back up from the, like, it makes no sense at all if somebody tried to put a roof on that stadium. That's like, I've seen stadiums that were built that maybe one day, and there's a Washington Grizzly Stadium in Missoula always seem to have these slopes that they could, one day, if they wanted to, they could put a dome over it. This stadium is not built for that. There's no way that's ever going to happen. And I can't imagine how much that's going to cost. And when you talk about rusting in the upper deck, that furthermore says to me, Get out of that site. And I liked what you tweeted the other day about paying for it, and I'll let you get to that later. Go ahead. I'm sorry. There were two things.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line yeah so to your point about the roof you're 100 right that's the stadium and the lakefront is man-made land okay and so that presents engineering challenges And this is where the foundation of the existing building comes into question. Now, I I spoke to two people today that dispute some of the things that I have heard about that foundation and concerns that might be there from an engineering standpoint. Uh, Two people told me that they disagree with the assessment that the foundation isn't, isn't long term stable enough to support that building beyond 30, 40 years. Okay. So they think it is. They do.
1: Okay. So there's also that, another protest. Okay. But I've
0: heard otherwise. I've heard okay. the foundation is a concern. I've heard that the structure, the concrete stuck structure of the building is a concern. I've heard the steel structure of the building is a concern. Again, though, I've heard conflicting stuff coming from other sources as well. Back to the two things that are going on, though, that people need to understand about this there are two study actually three studies being done right now one study is being done by the cleveland browns is the feasibility study that uh, was spoken about in the statement that was released by the team monday okay and okay. basically that feasibility study is multifaceted primary part is existing first energy stadium can can it be viable beyond the 30 year lease if so what are we looking at to prolong the life of the building okay Uh, Another prong to that study is the Browns want to add more events. One of the criticisms is that this building, which is publicly funded, does not operate year-round or on the scale like Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse that has 200-plus dates a year. Uh, Progressive Field has 82 dates minimum per year. Okay, First Energy Stadium has anywhere from now 10 to 15 dates per year. And so the Browns honestly do want to bring more events to the city of Cleveland and they want to expand the scope of the use of the stadium. So that's what the Browns are up to right now is a feasibility study to tell them basically can they stay in that building and accomplish the goals of expanding the calendar, the events calendar the way that they want to do. The second thing that's happening is the city of Cleveland is doing a audit of the stadium that is going to cost around $500,000. It is mandated per the terms of the lease between the Cleveland Browns, the national football league, and the city that was signed in 1999 to bring the team back every five years. The stadium has to be audited for performance, safety, all that kind of thing. And what that audit does, it goes top to bottom systems, structure, uh, you name it, anything and everything dealing with the stadium, they will break down what's in good condition, what's in need of immediate repair, what's in need of emergency repair, what needs replaced in the next five years or repaired in the next five years. And then what has to be replaced or repaired five to 10 years down the road. That's the city's stadium audit. The third thing that's taken place is dealing with the uh, land bridge, lakefront development project that has been proposed and supported by the Haslam Sports Group, and that is that massive two hundred plus million dollar project that was proposed, and the Browns put out the beautiful renderings last year, uh, connecting the stadium to the lakefront, new office buildings, everything else, right, right. Uh, involved in this, and that includes uh, relocating or switching out how Route 2 operates and everything else. So those that study is going on as well. And so as those three things happen right now, fans need to understand a couple of things. One, as we said earlier in the podcast, no new stadium is being asked for right now. Number two, the focus of the team is remaining on the lakefront first and foremost. They are 100% committed to this land bridge lakefront development project that they have proposed well, I don't know if "proposes" is the right word, but they, are, they have endorsed along with the city of Cleveland. Um, and it is my gut feeling that if that project moves forward or not, will carry a tremendous amount of weight in their ultimate stadium decision as far as do they stay, do they go.
1: So you're saying keep your eye on the land bridge.
0: Correct. I think gotcha. that that project alone – is going to make or break whether or not the Cleveland Browns choose to stay on the lakefront and again I want to stress that you know the folks that I have spoken to within the last 72 hours about this situation have all expressed the Browns commitment to that project it's not a it's not one of those things where Um, they're setting up something to fail so that they can go do something else. They are 100% behind this project. And my suspicion is, and we'll get into it later in the podcast, that that project though is going to determine the the actual life of the existing stadium. All right.
1: Hang on. He's Darrell Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. There's a lot more to talk about when it comes to the stadium situation. I want to talk about the blog, what's fact and what's fiction about the any Ohio blog that's out there. Or some of the things might just be dated. So we'll talk about that when we come back a little bit of a history lesson too about how did we get to this point where we're talking about perhaps having another stadium for your Cleveland Browns. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, remember to subscribe to the It's Always Game Day in Cleveland feed. Give us a bunch of stars and say you like the show, and we appreciate you I want you to know that. All right, let's talk more about the facts when we come back.